This story from Polyup, Washington was your run-of-the-mill DUI event. Until it wasn't. Police there say they tried to stop a driver early Friday after getting a report about someone drunk and behind the wheel. Reports say that driver refused, refused to pull over for officers, then began an attempt to flee with speeds in that chase reaching 100 miles an hour before troopers deployed those spike strips that flattened the tires. The vehicle then crashed near the South Mill Mall, and the SUV's occupants tried to run away from the scene but were captured a short time later. Officers making the arrest could confirm that they collected evidence indicating the female driver was intoxicated, but they couldn't identify her because the girl was only 14 years old. <laughs> Ooh. 14. Yeah, 14. Getting a good start on life there. Yeah. Taco Bell. In the news this morning, Cliff. Perhaps Taco you Bell? saw this, yes. I uh, don't remember seeing anything about Taco Bell. Ah, well, What's they're up? encouraging all of us yeah. to blend their tacos in our blenders at home for a Thanksgiving Day soup. That's right. <laughs> really? You throw them in there, blend them all up, <laughs> and have a Taco Bell soup. Because what better way, Cliff, yeah. to remember the very first Thanksgiving than by recreating the Native American's dysentery. <laughs> and here he is, our news director. Please welcome Cliff Ingram. Well, is that not the best way to do it? No, you're absolutely right. Yes, here's yes. a little dysentery for you. You remember the movie Tin? Tin? Yeah, the number oh, 10. Oh, Tin, the number 10. Yes. Oh, the, uh, yeah, I remember that. Um, I can't think of her name. What was the actress's name? Bo Derrick. Bo Derrick. Why could I not think of that? What a um, yeah. What a hairstyle. Let's just say that. A true. No, you're absolutely right. And today is her birthday. You okay. want to feel really, really old, how Cliff? Old, how old is Bo Derrick today? If you had to guess, what would you say um, she is? 65. Very close. Really? 63 today. Oh, okay. <sighs> hmm. Interesting. I loved her like a rock. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you later on. We, this researcher at Penn State has come up with something that could make someone very rich. It's the proverbial lab coat and safety glasses discovery that you, my friend, have longed for for years and yet has remained out of your grasp. It's a spray-on coating that's far slipperier than Teflon. It has the potential for a wide range of uses, but scientists... Taxing Wong says the biggest advantage could come in the world of water conservation after he apparently got advice from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Wong became interested in soiled toilets in 2015 when he was asked to help design a bathroom for the developing world. The developers asking him for help after they found that given the limited availability of water for flushing, Odorous waste build up on the toilet bowl surface. Wong and his team spent the next few years developing the spray that makes the toilet bowl so slippery that everything, and I mean everything that it hit that it hits it, just slides right on down. And here's where that lab coat and safety glasses became necessary in the area of product testing. At first, using synthetic poop cooked from a South African recipe, and then the real thing collected from three anonymous donors. Yes, there was construction of a rig to simulate the uh, act, complete with a trapdoor to drop the test matter on several different types of material. 
Scientists say that spray could make a huge difference in how much water is used to flush your poop away. I would hate to trip <laughs> yeah. and fall in my toilet sometime because... <laughs> it's so slippery. <laughs> <laughs> Fell in toilet, still looking. That's not what you want in your obituary, Cliff. I can see that right now. My fear would be on a level 10. Yeah. If they had that spray around. Right, yeah. And, and then you, I would wonder what people would do with it to just to mess with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, They'd yeah. spray it behind your car tires. Yeah. You couldn't get out of your driveway. Right, they, put, they could spray it on your, uh, like your steering wheel. You couldn't turn your car. Couldn't, yes. <laughs> put it on your gear shifter. You couldn't even put the thing in drive. Your hand uh -huh. wouldn't stay on right. it. Right. <laughs> Can well, you imagine the, uh, you go to the police to file a missing persons report? <laughs> We think he fell down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't know for sure. We sprayed that spray and it's never been the same since. <laughs> People coming by putting flowers in your toilet. It's a whole new thing. It's horrible. I'm really glad, Cliff, that you brought up the safety glasses and the lab coat this morning. Okay. Because I've been working on something. Oh, you have? Kind uh, of on the down low. Okay. You see, Nike has yeah. come out with a new line of shoes. Perhaps you've seen this. And these shoes are specifically yeah. for doctors and nurses. Okay. I haven't seen that. Because they're always on their feet. Right. And these men and women work hard every day and they walk miles. Yeah. And that's a new idea that they're mm -hmm. now going to have shoes for different professions. Okay. And so what I've been working on, and I've sent my idea in to the folks at Nike. Yeah. Flavored shoes. <laughs> you want shoes to be flavored. Yes. So if you lick your shoe, it will have a certain flavor. That's right. And uh, for DJs, <laughs> yeah. when you put your foot in your mouth, at least you'll oh, get a good bacon right. taste. That's <laughs> my first idea. I would have right. bacon yeah, and possibly a little chocolate on the left shoe. <laughs> so that when you put your foot in your mouth, you get some flavor. I get some flavor. Right. And when, when you can't afford to eat dinner, at least you got something to chew on that has some taste to it. Yes. Yeah. And so, <laughs> fingers crossed, Nike gets back with me. Perhaps. Perhaps they will. And I become the shoe man of Gibson <laughs> County. Well, Kanye West yes. is staging an opera. An opera? Yes. Because when I think of Kanye West, I think of opera. Yes. <laughs> if I could only figure out a way yeah. to fit green bean casserole into this sentence, Cliff, okay. it would be a things I hate trifecta <laughs> this morning. Kanye West, opera. Green bean casserole. Oh, perfect. Yes. Oh, I hate that stuff. I don't, what do you got against green bean casserole? I don't dip very deep into the green bean casserole. I kind of skim the top of that crunchy stuff that's always on there. I don't even know what it is. I don't care. It's like a... Oh, well, it's not um, green beans. It's because they're vegetables. Yes. You wouldn't want to eat vegetables. I think the crunchy stuff is some kind of a, like a fried onion thing. I'd rather have a fried onion casserole than, <laughs> than green bean casserole. That stuff is nasty. And when I see it, yeah. you know you gotta you yeah. got to go there. Oh, yeah. But man, I don't want to go there. I, <laughs> I just wish I had a sign on my forehead that says, yeah. no green bean casserole. Do you like that stuff? Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. I do like green bean casserole. I might have to fix it with my turkey next week. Maybe. <sighs> You're we'll tougher. See. You're tougher than I want to be. Wait, this story of a man turning to blows against relatives isn't your run-of-the-mill story about domestic violence. Police in Warren, Ohio, say 25-year-old Gregory Rary now faces charges of assault and domestic battery after the incident over the weekend. 
Reports say Dude punched his brother in the face, and then the two adult men tussled and ended up with his brother holding Rary in a chokehold until he passed out, but not before little brother bit big brother in the arm in the melee. Investigators said the violent incident started, as most do, with a verbal altercation, and this one was over money. Money that Rary apparently thought his family should provide him with so he could travel to try out for America's Got Talent. <laughs> Police didn't say exactly what the man's talent was. Biting? <laughs> Probably. Rolling around on the ground with your brother? <laughs> and now on the stage? I'll be rolling around biting my brother. If there's been any doubt in your mind who the actual superstar of country music has been for the last year, yeah. Let me tell you right now, it's Luke Combs by a long shot. Yes. Luke Combs and, by a long and, shot. And, and I have to say this, to his credit, the other night on the uh, award show, when that entertainer was awarded the Entertainer of the Year Award yes, with the uh, first initial Garth, he said, Luke, you just keep doing what you're doing because your name's on one of these down the road. Well, there's no doubt. So, because... He sent another record clip. Oh, he did. Right now. Yeah. His What You See Is What You Get album currently has 16 songs on Billboard's Hot Country Song (laughs) chart. 16 16 (laughs) on there. So the whole record has 16 singles. It has 17. (laughs) One of them dropped off. Fear Never Broke My Heart. So he had every one of them at one time. They were were all singles. Yes. That beat the record. Yeah. Of the gentleman you just mentioned. Oh, uh, well, this is the first initial Garth. Who set that record of 12 in 1997. Yeah. And game shows and reality shows like The Voice. Yeah. You see, Luke Combs tried to get on there several years ago. Oh, on The Voice? Yes. Yeah. And he got through the preliminaries. He went back for the next audition. And yeah. they told him, mm-hmm. you have a little bit of talent. <laughs> you have a little bit of talent. But you're just not interesting enough for our program. <laughs> True story. I wonder who's laughing now, Cliff. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, Cliff, you've had on the news all day long, or yeah. all morning long, mm-hmm. the big rally at the State House for teachers. Yes. And it just so happens that today is Future Teachers of America Day. All throughout the United States, everyone is really? celebrating that. Yes. That's kind of ironic, it, actually. It's very ironic. I mean, they, they picked the uh, day yesterday because it was the day that the lawmakers show up at the State House. For the first time before they go back in January. They kind of like get to get, here's where your office is, that kind of thing. New people will be taking over and so forth. So it was, that was, a, it was ironic that, you know, they coincide. Yes. And I got to thinking about it. You know, there's been a lot of complaining about uh, what's wrong with being a teacher. But I thought, what would be great about being a teacher? That's a, I mean, that's a I good mean, point. There's I mean, the other side. What's there, the great there, thing about it? There has to be a... A reason why those who are called to education have the passion for it. Yes. And I wonder, Cliff, and yeah. I'm just throwing this out here because I think that it would yeah. be awesome to be a teacher because every day yeah. you get to perform yeah. in front of 20 or more people every single day, Monday well, through Friday. I mean, Friday. that's true. I mean, you're, it's a, you have to be on. It's like a performance. You have to keep the attention of however many students are in your class. Yes. And 20 to 30. Yes. Or kind of like a Billy Ray Cyrus concert, basically. Yes, yes, yes. Or as we would call it here on this program, a packed house. (laughs) 
if we could have <laughs> 20 right. people. Standing room only for our listeners. Yes. If there were 20. <laughs> if, yes, it's an overflow crowd if we could get 20 people to listen to this. 11 is pretty well yeah, our maximum. That's it. You're right. This time. What's that? Next week. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone in the tri-state yeah. will know what our combined weight is. No, that's absolutely right. I hadn't thought about that. That's a, right. A week from today, at about 8.15, we will, uh, each of us, in turn, step on the scales and weigh in for our Thanksgiving holiday challenge. Yes, and we're going to videotape that. And mm. my guess right now, Cliff, is our combined weight will be... Yeah. 433 pounds. I would say that's probably fairly accurate. I'm just taking a wild guess. Yeah. And that makes me a little nervous about our contest. Why is that? I'm afraid that I'm going into this contest a little bit overconfident. Overconfident? Yes. How can you be overconfident? Well, my game plan is to gain as much weight as possible between next Wednesday and the following Monday. Okay. I mean... I'm afraid... (laughs) That's kind of the plan... But you think you're going to go overboard? I think I'm going to go under. I think I'm going oh, really? to think I'm not eating near enough of what I want to. Okay. And that's why, Cliff, yeah. to try to get my game plan focused in, yeah. last night yeah. I called the Butterball Hotline. <laughs> why that's would, right. Why would you do that? I wanted to ask the young lady that answered yeah. if they had a recipe for stuffing your turkey with Milky Way and <laughs> Snickers bars. And surprisingly, they didn't have they that. do not have that. Right. Interesting. Well, I thought that would gain a little bit more that weight would, if we right. put some candy in there. Right. And I guess we probably should state the whole premise of the contest so everyone knows. In case there have been, you know, one or two of the 11 who haven't heard of it. We're going to weigh in the day before Thanksgiving. And then on the Monday after Thanksgiving, you and I will weigh in again. And the person who can guess the closest, whether we have gained or lost or stayed the same or how much, will win a, a prize package, which is currently being assembled. That's right. Yes. Did you ask him about that other thing? The, no. <laughs> I won't even say that word. Spatchcocking? No. See, I'm too embarrassed to say that to some girl on the phone. Maybe they have a recipe for spatchcocking a turkey. I don't want to know what it is, and I'm not going to say that. What a great suggestion on the phone line there, Cliff. What's that? Lady called in and said, yeah. if you're really wanting to gain weight for the uh, Thanksgiving holiday, yeah. how about a turkey made out of Rice Krispies? Okay. And I'd have to have somebody do that for me because I'm not that talented with yeah. the Rice Krispie so treats. So you would have to uh, uh, kind of carve this basically into a into a turkey. Yeah, somebody would have to do the uh, making right. of that. And, and then it's, it's got to have stuffing. Well, she said you would stuff it. With M&M's, which I think is a great idea. Uh, and that I mean, could be my I, turkey. I like M&M's, but I'd prefer actually to use the Hershey Kisses. You know, it looks like drops. Well, those would be good, too. Yeah, that'd be good, because then if any of them fell out of the turkey, it looked like the turkey was pooping. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't gain weight if you go down that path on stuff. I have to have pleasant thoughts when I eat, Cliff. Everyone who has children... Has special reasons that they name their child whatever they name them. Yes. And the research cliff is out. Mm-hmm. They studied and talked to 1,500 teachers, parents, and children themselves mm-hmm. and found out the names that are most attached to the kids that were the naughtiest. <laughs> so when you're looking for naughty kids, 
These are the names. Yes. Okay. For the boys at the top of the list, yeah. way above others. Yum. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> That's right. Followed by yeah. Harry, Oliver, Charlie, and George. Okay. For the girls, yeah. the naughtiest acting children yeah. were those who had the name Mia. Mia. Yes. Okay. That topped the list of naughty girls, <laughs> followed by Ella, Isabella, Sophia, and Amelia. So you know what okay. this means, Cliff. What does it mean, actually? It means, Cliff, yeah. if by happenstance, yeah. this Christmas season, I get a package delivered, a present with my name on it. Yeah. It has any of those girls' names mm-hmm. listed it's from. Yeah. That package is getting opened first. <laughs> You know what else it means? What does it mean? About four or five guys right now are wishing they'd paid a lot more attention. You should have wrote those names down, dude. Yes, you should have. (laughs) Little sad news this morning on the Morning Road Show. Sad news? Yes, Cliff. uh, What would that be? The creator of the Sour Toe Cocktail has passed away. (laughs) Oh, oh. In Canada. Yeah, we talked about it's been like a couple of years. Yes. There was a bar in Canada, and they had a bottle of... um, Alcohol? Yes. Whiskey. And, and it had a human toe floating in it. And every time you took a drink, yep. you had to let the toe touch your lips. <laughs> and that was part of the deal. And okay. the guy that started all of that yep. has passed away. He actually started that, Cliff, <laughs> yep. because yep. he found a preserved big toe in a house that he bought. <laughs> And he brought it to the tavern, and they started doing that. And 93,000 people have done that. Had had the toe touch their lips. Yes. And he's, and he's gone. His name is Captain Dick Stevenson. Dick Stevenson. Yes. Okay. And Captain Dick, yeah. in his will, I'm not making it up, yeah. he asked that all 10 of his toes be taken to that tavern <laughs> so they would have a supply for future generations. So the tradition will continue. It will continue. But now it's with dictos. Yes, so if you thought your chance was lost... It's ten times what it was before. Yes, it is. Well, it's a proud, proud day today. Why is that? On Take It to the Bank. Because if you recall yesterday, Cliff, we gave you, our wonderful listeners, what the U.S. Navy SEALs do to relieve stress. Yes, I remember that. We told you about the box breathing. There's a certain breathing technique. And Cliff... That actually helped one of our wonderful really? listeners. Wow. We received a text message, no kidding. They said yep. they went in for eye surgery, mm-hmm. used that technique, cool. and it actually works in relieving stress. And I'm like, of course it did. It's on Take It to the Bank. It has to be true. <laughs> so today, Cliff, I thought for the next few days anyway, yep. okay. let's take a look at the upcoming holiday. Okay. Thanksgiving. Things that you know and were taught. To be true about this holiday, yeah. probably a lie. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. On Take It to the Bank. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Our first edition about Thanksgiving. Okay. Here's myth number one you've probably learned in school. Yeah. The pilgrims held the very first Thanksgiving. Well, of course they did. No, they did not. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? You see... If you want to see what the first Thanksgiving was like, you have to travel all the way to the state of Texas. Because Texans claim that the first Thanksgiving in America actually took place in a little community near El Paso 
1598. Wow. Which was 23 years before the Pilgrims had their first festival. (laughs) Okay. And all of that you can take to the bank. Tomorrow. Yes. Myth number two. Thanksgiving was all about family. Oh, really? (laughs) No, it wasn't. Okay. Well, if you're anything like me, I know. (laughs) Boy, do I feel bad for you. I know (laughs) that you have watched the Maury Povich show, and you've thought to yourself, this is absolutely wonderful. I wish I could bring this experience home with me. The Maury Povich show. Yes. At home. Yes. Who hasn't thought that? What is this, like an at-home version? How does this work? Well... What you is can, it? You can bring it home because they've turned the show yeah. into a board game. <laughs> What's it called? It's called <laughs> You Are Not the Father. And it's not a joke. It's a, it's real, a real thing. board game. You can pre-order it right now at Amazon. Boy. Boy, oh boy. And it'll be shipped by the end of the month <laughs> just in time for Christmas. That's a hard game to play around the uh, family table in West Virginia now, isn't it? Well, I'm saying... <laughs> You probably, it's not a family board game. Well, clearly not. It's nineteen ninety nine, <laughs> yeah. and it's intended for adults yeah. only. Yeah, that's probably a good idea, too. But I'm telling you, Cliff, there will be arguments over this yes. because somebody yeah. is going to buy this board mm-hmm. game, You Are Not the Father, and place it under the Christmas tree so some unsuspecting guy... <laughs> can open it up on Christmas morning. <laughs> and you are not. And we look, have to, now we have to play this game. Y- yeah. Yes. Look what Santa brought you. Mercy. There's only one thing worse than that. What? The Jerry Springer Home Edition board game. Ooh, what would that look like? <laughs> well, it's kind of like the You Are Not the Father, but everyone fights and rips one another's clothes off until they're separated by security. Yeah, that's not a good family no, game either. A, no, no, it's not. Cliff, anything said today? Yeah, there were a few things. We'll start with uh, number three on our phrases of the day. Poop cooked from a South African recipe. Number two, I loved her like a rock. I don't know what that means yet, but we'll figure that out. Number one, morning roadshow phrase for today. It could be you, my friend, the shoe man of Gibson County. Yes. (laughs) Flavored tennis shoes. I'm telling you, Cliff. The colonel's not got the only thing Uh, finger looking good. No. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.